from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. And we are live here inside of Trapper's Pizza Pub. Trapper's Pizza Pub on 5950 Butternut Drive in East Syracuse. We are here with our first ever show with ESM. ESM Athletics will be with us every single month on site, on location at Trapper's Pizza Pub, 5950 Butternut Drive in East Syracuse, hosted by Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. And, of course, I am Dan Tortora. And over here we have two guys that... The haircut, who got it first, you're saying? I did. Okay, all right, well... <laughs> So you have the mic right now, so you could say that. But we're here with Devin Moscato Buffalo, and we also have Matt Birchall Wright, and we have head coach James Kilpatrick with us as well of the ESM boys basketball team for the Spartans. Gentlemen, how are we doing? Uh, Devin, I'll start with you. How how are things? How's life? I'm doing all right. Not too bad at all. Okay. Now, talk to me about the haircut. Because uh, well, Matt said that, that you had... Or he said that he had it first. You copied off of him in eighth grade. No, you said no, you had no. it. So I want to know. All right, go ahead. All right, Matt's taking I the walk, mic. I walked into school okay. with my, this haircut. Yeah. He comes in the next day with the same one. Okay. That's exactly But see, yours is a little bit lower and more curly. So. Yeah, I got curly hair. You, okay, all right. So, so, Devin, did you take it? Did you steal it? Nah. Come, I, I definitely had it first, uh, and mine just looks better overall. I put nice product in it. Uh, okay. He, he does not right. a little raggy. So. Does it make you more aerodynamic? I mean, uh, do you oh, do yeah. you feel it, it helps you out a little bit? It gives me the extra height. It gives, play, it gives you, you know? some height. The illusion that I'm How, six foot. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. You get a little bit of help there. Coach, who has the better haircut between the two of them? I want to know what you think. I'm going to decline to comment on that. You're not going to comment? I mean, we got hair, so. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let, I'll let the point guard comment for him. You let the point. All right. Well, coach, speak with me about this season and how things have been going so far. Just what your overall take has been this year. Well, uh, we got a great group of guys. Um, probably, you know, from top to bottom, one through thirteen, the best team I've ever coached. They know how to play. They work hard in practice. Um, they're fun to be around, and they get along well with each other. And they always look for each other. For this year's team, what's been maybe some of the words to describe this year's team? If you had to pick a couple words to be a, a, a an, a description that would make sense at, at this point in the season. Uh, we got we have depth. I think depth would be uh, okay. there's we have had games uh, you know uh, one that pops out the the Auburn game. We uh, Nick uh, Peterson our center got in foul trouble. Yeah, we sent Joe Cop and he played great. He got in foul trouble. The third string center uh, Aiden Tedesco came in and he just we we they find ways to win and and he was able to come in and really contribute and. And I know there's there's other guys on the team in the back five or six that can come in at any time and help us. For those that don't know, how many years have you been over with the Spartans? Uh, this is my eighth year as a varsity coach. I did uh, seven years uh, JV. So seven years JV, eight years varsity, 15 yeah. altogether. What's kept you at ESM? I love the kids. I mean, I'm, I'm a phys ed teacher at the high school, but, um, you know, we haven't had a huge basketball tradition at ESM, and it's just kind of... You know, you know, I'm trying to get it back at ESM, and you know the kids are doing it, uh, doing an excellent job. Devin, I want to ask you what you think about Coach. Some words to describe Coach. Uh, he's a very funny guy. Okay, I'm kidding. That was a joke. He's not <laughs> the funniest, but uh, right. he definitely cares for us a lot. I mean, it's a long season. We have to come in every day. He has to deal with us, and we have to deal with him even on days where we don't want to be at practice. So 
he, he's there for us every practice. He's working with us, and it's a long season. He helps us get it. He get said he's loud. Yeah, for sure. Okay, is when is he ever quiet? And is is him being quiet scarier than him being loud? Uh, well, when he's quiet, he knows he's wrong. So. Like if he hates the floater, we shoot the floater, and when we make it, he'll be quiet for. <laughs> when they, I'm still waiting for it to go in. So it always does. I've been with Devin for three years; it hasn't gone in yet. Yes, so. it has every time. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, Matt, what can you say about Coach? How would you describe Coach? Uh, <laughs> we got a game tomorrow. Just remember that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just going to carry back on what Deb said. He he cares about the team. He cares about everybody. How we're doing. How has Coach made you a better player? Um, he, he tells me what I do wrong. I do it right. He fixed my jump shot. Yeah. I'm a good shooter now. So he fixed your jump shot. Do you try the floater as much as Devin or no? I don't go in the paint. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> do you not? Is that just you don't like to? I mean, what's not part of your game? You don't want to? I stay in the corner. You stay in the corner. Yeah, that's, that's your is that your sweet spot. That's where you like. It's to a little bit of a team joke. He, uh, you know, he's he's a great rebounder, one of the best rebounders I've ever seen. Yeah. And um, all of a sudden, he just like for about two weeks in a row, he just didn't go inside the three point line. I go, man, you ever gonna go inside? You know, do something else besides threes? And that's kind of the running team joke now. Is he just likes likes that? And he's a good shooter. So you just you don't want to do it. Are you gonna Are you gonna go inside of the three point line anytime soon? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> Just stay in the I normally get blocked when I go in there, so Okay. That's why we put our other forward in there. So you just you just like to sit out there in the corner and wait to shoot threes. Yeah. He'll he'll drive in the paint, he'll feed me, and I'll be wide open. Okay, all right. Okay. Coach, he said that you helped him fix his jump shot. Would you agree? Yeah, I mean, I, that's one of my one of my strengths as a coach, I feel is the shot. Um, everybody knows the best shooter in this room right now. Is me. All right. And, and if you ask any of the kids when they shoot against me, they will they, they will begrudgingly agree okay. uh, to that. But no, um, you know that's something I always look for. And and there was just the, the kids all have good shots. There's a little tweak here and there. Um, and in his shot, uh, he kind of jammed his head a little bit when he shot. So I got the ball out in front, maybe two inches, and his arc was a little bit better, and, and everything. You know, and he he did the rest. All right, fair enough, Devin. What's it like having Matt just sit out in the corner and clap his hands for the ball? Oh, I mean, uh, it's great. He's not in my way, so uh, I can go by my guy, and uh, it's either they help on me and he has open three, or they don't, and and we get a layup. So, he, yeah, he gives me a lot of my assists. Okay, so he's a good shooter out there. He's all right. Not not the best, but he's he's all he gets right. The okay. job done. Who's the best shooter on the team? Be honest. Uh, uh, I'm gonna have to say myself. Wow. <laughs> No. Modest just, today. Just not in January. Modest. Just not in January. Okay. Nah, but not in the month of January. Not right now. I'm in okay. a shooter slump. Uh, maybe Daquan Sullivan. What's what's going on in the shooter slump right now? What what would you attribute to it? Uh, too long, too much cake during nah, Christmas, it's, or what's it's going on? A long on? season. Okay. I mean, uh, no, nah, it's, it's it's decent looking, but it's got to improve. Okay. Kevin, uh, I'll jump into that one. He All plays. Right. He I don't take him off the court. And he's he's a he's a floor leader and he's tenacious. Him and Jimmy friends up top um, of our defense. They just they, they don't stop. They they drive people nuts. And I think I think his legs are a little tired um, just getting that shot up sometimes because he doesn't take it a playoff a second off. He just goes hard. So for you to not be taken off the floor at any given time, what, how have you kind of trained your body to be capable of doing something like that? Because fatigue is a normal human occurrence, but. 
you're not getting a break inst- unless there's a timeout for a few seconds and you're back on the floor. Uh, well, outside of the games, I definitely work on cardio a lot. Here and there, I do run at home. But in practice, I, I, I go hard just so, like, in the game, I'm not tired towards the end. Matt, who is the best shooter on the team, best scorer on the team, in your opinion? You heard that Devin was oh so kind to pick himself. Jackson's the best three-point shooter on the team. You said Jackson? Jackson Pound. All right. Okay. And the best lobber on the team. Just get And the that. best lobber. Yeah, I would just agree with that. that. He's eating pizza lobber. off camera, and he nodded. He agreed. Yeah, yes, yeah he just didn't even smile. He knew, he knew it was right. Yeah, the best. So, Coach, how would you describe, you know, we talked about some of the words for this season. How would you describe the personalities on this team and how they all kind of mesh together? Well, there's there's 13 different players, that's for sure, and uh, yeah. they get along great. And I enjoy coming to practice. I like I don't think I've ever had a practice right and have to laugh out loud at least three or four times. And uh, they, like I said, the kids get along really well together, and uh, they look for each other, they pull for each other, and, and it's nice to see. For the rest of this season, just what you could say about what you've learned, what you've taken away from it. How I mean, hindsight 2020 to what you've gotten up to this point. How do you go into the rest of 2020 in this season? Well, I think I didn't think we we're going to be as deep as we were or we are. Excuse me. And and I know there's a lot of guys that can contribute on this team, and, and and that's really exciting. We have to shoot the ball well if we're going to beat the good teams. Our defense has been great. Um, I think we're giving up 43 points a game, um, so that's pretty impressive. Uh, our our defensive. Um, uh, field goal percentage is under 42 percent um, for, for you know the opposing field goal percentage. So the kids work their butt off on on, on defense, and, and it shows. We know that we live in the world of a uh, two-three zone Syracuse team, and it's been that way for the better part of 44 years. What can you say about the you know how to use multiple and just what you can take away from different defenses out there as a coach? Um, well, I, I grew up watching Syracuse like everybody has in this area yeah. and, and watching the 2-3. Um, so you kind of know how to break it, you know, the soft, you know, soft spots of it. But um, our, our, our defense, the, the kids, it's just it's, it's, it's a man-to-man, um, and, and it just, it's fun to watch. Do you ever want to fade into a zone? Is that something that you implement in practice just to have it, or is it more of just locking into man-to-man? Yeah, it, it, we have like a man-to-man. It's like a, a little bit of a matchup, um, not to give anything you know, too much away. It's our, we call it our Spartan, um, and we're always on the ball. We're always yeah. pressuring the ball. So it's not a traditional 2-3 or a 3-2 or 1-3-1, but we do throw different things in there so we can practice against them. So you have different nuances in it yes. just so you can be ready for yes. it. Yep. Is it important for you to kind of continuously learn the game because – some coaches get set in their ways, set in what they're doing. For you, is it, is it good to kind of maybe take a few pieces, a few nuances, teach yourself something as you continue on? Yeah, I, uh, our, our assistant coach, uh, Tom Cooney, has been coaching for 55 years. He coached uh, 15 years, the boys at LeMoyne, and then 15 years with the girls. Coached at JD, coached at Beeville. Um, so he, he's a wealth of knowledge. He coached against uh, Syracuse, he coached against Bayheim. Um, so we're going over low post moves. He's talking about you know defending uh, Roosevelt Bowie, who that's you know uh, I was like five I think when he was. Uh, yeah. um, so he just has a wealth of knowledge, and we're constantly we meet twice a week, and we're always looking for new things. I asked the players to describe you, these two gentlemen. I would like you to first Devin, then Matt, describe these gentlemen. Uh, Devin, uh, not to get mushy here, but you know I, I love him. He uh, he's just, and I think everybody on the team does. He's a natural leader. Uh, he plays hard, and he gets everybody else to play hard without yelling at him. Um, and he's just, he's just a classy kid. He he's like the third coach on the floor. Um, and okay. uh, Matt, 
my uh, my father in law, my father in law goes, Matt's my boy. He Matt Matt is like the unsung hero on the team. If you ask anybody on the team, Matt will get the rebound or tip the ball to somebody else, and they'll get the layup. And, and most people will see the guy getting the layup, but Matt Birch was the one that did all the work to get that um, th- get that kid the shot. He kind of does all the, and I saw that two years ago with him. And a lot of people, oh, he's not scoring a lot. He's not, but I can't get him off the floor. So, Matt, what's your response to what Coach had to say? Uh, I, I fly in there to get the rebound. I try my hardest to get the rebound every play. If not, I'll tip it to Nick Peterson. He might miss it, but it'll eventually go in. <laughs> Devin, you were called the third coach. What does that mean to you? Uh, it means a lot. I, when I grow up, I definitely want to become a, a coach of my own, hopefully even at East Syracuse, Manila. So. All right, well, Coach, you got to remember I gotta, I, exactly. somebody to hire. Don't, don't worry. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not losing track of Devin. Don't worry. <laughs> now, I, I, with you guys being the first ever ESM show that I've ever done, we're making history tonight at Trappers. I want to know what it means to be an ESM Spartan. Devin, I want to start with you. What does it mean, in your opinion, to be an ESM Spartan? Uh, well, I, I started off, I used to live in the city, and then I came here, and uh, it's just way different. I mean, I, I love this school more than anything. I mean, everything, everybody knows each other, and it's nice because it's a great community. So everybody knows each other. You feel that family atmosphere, that For connection? Sure, yes. All yes. right, Matt, what'd you, what would you say about being an ESM Spartan? Uh, I've lived here my whole life. Everybody knows each other. We've all been friends forever. We all played basketball since like fifth, fifth or sixth grade. So we all have like a bond that can't be broken. So you feel that every day. Yeah. That you grew up with these people. You know each other. And what can you say about you know the the value of that knowing each other's tendencies? Because when you play from fifth grade on, or play when you're little kids and whatnot, you know what people are good at. You know where their weaknesses are. You know how to help them. You know where they need to be. Just how you can benefit from that. It makes us like a better team. Every, he, everybody knows what we can do. We take good shots. Everybody knows um, he's, a, he's a floor general right here. Um, we just, everybody knows what everybody can do. Yeah. Coach, what would you say it means? I mean, you, you talked about seven years, JV, eight years, varsity, 15 overall. What does it mean to you to be an ESM Spartan? I love it. It's it's definitely my home. Um, I went to Liverpool, but I, I don't have a lot of ties to Liverpool anymore. I mean, ESM's been my home for – I've been teaching here for 22 years. Yeah. Um, and just the, the kids are here. It's the great – perfect size school. Um, the dynamics, the social dynamics, it's just – it's unbelievable. And I, I, it's my home. There's something that we do on Wake Up Call. I've done it for years. It's called Rapid Fire. We're going to go off the basketball court. I can ask you a question about literally anything. But in fairness – you guys can put me on the hot seat. So whatever I ask, you can ask me questions back that I have to answer. And we are live. So you got to answer them. i got to answer them. So we're going to do three each. That's how it's going to go before we get the other gentleman on here. Coach, you're involved with this, too. Okay. So, Coach, I'm going to start with you. If anybody could play you in a movie, what actor would you want to play you and why? Probably Bruce Willis. I get I get mistaken for I can see it, right? Lot, right? As soon as I as soon as I looked, you know, tough guy, yeah, yeah. you know, big hero, you know, you know, I like that. I like Bruce Willis. That works. Thanks. All right, some running tomorrow after after the game. <laughs> Fair enough, Matt. Who is the greatest basketball player of all time? LeBron James. Oh. See why? 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 Who thinks Michael Jordan? Okay, put your hands up if you think Michael. I want to see, is it Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan? That's it? Yep. 
You said Michael Jordan. So LeBron, I think what did LeBron? LeBron. He looked good last night. See, day. but you know, do you Never watch? Do you do you watch video of of Michael Jordan? Because it's like right now, I feel like I feel like more often than not, who's in high school? Yeah, who's in high school right now? You're watching LeBron. I grew up watching Michael Jordan fly. So I think you have to watch video back to back and see. But Michael Jordan also was like all defense multiple times. So there's something to be LeBron said about that. Too. I, LeBron, LeBron doesn't play defense. He doesn't play defense, no. So, all right. So Matt says LeBron James. Okay. You said Michael Jordan, Devin. All right. So, Devin, my, my first question for you is, what is the one food that you can't live without? Ooh. Chicken, probably. Yeah. Chi- like any, chicken. <laughs> any kind of chicken. Any kind of chicken. I mean, okay. chicken goes there's, with everything. There's no, everything. There's no specialty dish. Oh. Popeye's chicken sandwich. Oh, wow. That is so You know people got good. stabbed over that sandwich, right? Yes. And is I, it really that good? I waited 40 minutes wow. the, the first day. They brought it back, and I was there. What the about Chick-fil-A, day. though? Yeah, what about Chick-fil-A? Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A is very good. Okay. Popeye's for life. Popeye's for life. Oh, okay. All right, Devin, I'm going to keep with you. You can ask me your, the first question that you got. You got three, so this is your first one. Oh, oh damn. Anything you want. All I got to right. answer it. What is your favorite video game of all time? Oh, Madden. Yeah. Madden, it's got to be Madden. I like. I mean, that's one I probably played the most. But I go back to like Super Mario and Sonic the Hedgehog days. Like that was good stuff, vintage. All right, Matt, what do you got? What's your first one for me? Who's your favorite college basketball team? Syracuse. Second favorite is North Carolina. It's always been North Carolina. My second. So that was like, yeah. I mean, I would I would say North Carolina. Rasheed Wallace, all those guys. Vince Carter. It's been a long time. All right, Coach, what's your first one for me? Um, what song do you like that you're embarrassed to tell people about? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not Girls Just Want to Have Fun. That's the one that I dislike the most. I would say, what song do I like that I want to tell people about? Mm. I like the band. I, I do like making the band back in the day when O-Town, it was a boy band. Yeah. I liked O-Town growing up. I'm not going to lie about it. They're from Orlando. Okay. Good singers. A little bit edgier. Okay. It was good. I'll say O Town. That's what that's what my my if one of my buddies is on here right now. He'd be right in O Town. So <laughs> and I'm sure about that. All right, Coach. Uh, my second one for you is if you were running for president right now in 2020, what would your slogan be? Anybody but Trump. Wow. Okay. <laughs> that's the slogan. No, I yeah. Okay. I, uh, I don't know if that'd be a slogan. That's the first thing that came to my head. But, okay. Um. Just. Uh, what would my slogan be? Um, Anything you want it to be. Jeez, I don't know. Um, <laughs> what was it? Any suggestions? Uh, what, yeah, created by culture. Created by culture. That's our, kind of our, our team mantra. Okay, I like that. Can we expand on that a little bit? Well, what that means to you? It, it just means everything that we do is we're productive. If we don't play well, we probably had a bad practice the day before, or okay. we're not executing. But it's it's everything coming to practice, working hard, working with your team. Everything is just you know that's the culture. We expect to win, yeah. and we expect to prepare to win, um, and, and we have to do everything we need to do to to do that. All right, created by culture. I like that, Matt. I'm gonna ask you a three part question. You ready? Well, because it's 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 three things. It's three things. What three things? You're running out of a burning building, right? It's your okay. Your house. It's your house. Everybody's out. The animals are out. People. Everybody's safe. What are three material things that you grab before you leave? My Xbox. Xbox One. Yeah. One X or One S. Which one do you have? The original. 
The original, okay. Yeah, I got the X. Out. I didn't know there was a difference, but yeah. I have the X now, okay. Uh, so your Xbox One. Okay, what else? My phone. Okay. All right. And your hair, your hair products, which probably set the house on fire. Right? Yeah, probably. That. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Devin. I want to, Devin. I want to stay with that. What are three things that you would take out of, out of a burning house? Uh, definitely my PS4. Okay, yes. so we got Xbox, PS4. Okay, yes. a little different. PS4 is for real gamers. Would you say uh, PS4? All right. Yeah. Uh, then I'd probably get my phone and my wallet. And your definitely wallet. Those two things. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Oh, wow. <laughs> nice. All right, Devin, what's your second one for me? As we're here at Trappers 5950 Butternut Drive East Syracuse with ESM Boys Basketball. What's your second one? What is your favorite sport? Damn. Probably basketball. Football's close, but I play basketball my whole life. So basketball. Yeah, I don't think I need to think about it. I mean, basketball's probably the thing I watch the most all the time. I can watch a lot of football, but basketball, something about it. I love it. I could, You could probably close my eyes, hear sneakers moving, know what defense you're in. Like, that's how, that's how much I'm playing it. All right, Matt, what do you got? What's your second one? Why'd you get into radio? I like to tell stories. So, And I know that most of the media doesn't tell the truth. I know that they don't really care. And so to me, getting into this business, I always had a love for sports always had a love for telling stories. When I was five years old, I used to type on my dad's word processor, this old typewriter with a little screen, and I would make stories when I was five. So I've always been a storyteller. I like bringing people together. I think sports make strangers build relationships, which you don't really see anymore. And then you add in the fact that you need to have honesty in the media and people that care about you guys, you know, because somebody could take a quote from you and misrepresent it and say this and that. So I believe in kind of being the white knight when it comes to the media and trying to tell the truth and do right by people. Coach, what's your second one for me? Uh, what's the best game you ever attended oh. as a spectator? Best game I ever attended as a spectator. That's tough. Mm. Wow. I would probably say, even though it didn't end the way I wanted it to, I covered Jacksonville, the Jaguars, and I've covered them for 11 years. And so I fly down, do the games, home games, and when they make the playoffs, go to the playoffs. So uh, they hadn't made the playoffs in a decade, and they made it and played up against the Bills at home. I was at that game. Went to Pittsburgh in the snowstorm, was at that game, and then they went to Foxborough. And there was something about, there was a moment walking into the Gillette Stadium. I looked at the ground, and I saw my shadow with my briefcase, and I just had this feeling like I'm walking into the belly of the beast. Like, this is all business. This is, I mean, like, I'm walking into hell. Not a lot of people get out of yeah. Foxborough yeah. alive. Jacksonville didn't. So that was probably a game where I really felt the stage. Yep. But I've been to Final Fours and championship games and, and whatnot. And they've been interesting. But Syracuse, you know, getting bumped out makes it yeah. a little bit different. So yeah. there's something to be said about that. But being on the court in 2013 when Syracuse was in Atlanta for the Final Four, that was something really special. And being there with the confetti and the commissioner, that was pretty cool. That's awesome. So my last one in this set for ESM, as we go around one more time, Coach, who was your celebrity crush growing up? Olivia Newton-John. Olivia Newton-John. Okay. Does anybody know that? No. They don't, wow. even, know who, they don't even know who she is. So wow. I'm just kind of date myself. Here. Okay. Olivia Newton-John. All right. I know who he's talking about. 
Matt, what's one thing you would change about the world if you could change anything? Anything in the world? That's a tough question. Don't say make cereal cheaper or anything like that. Give me something good here. I think somebody told me something before. They said that they would add a, a day of the weekend or something like that. I was three like, yeah, yeah, I guess another week. Yeah, um, Something like that. Three days of school every week. <laughs> okay. Could change anything about the world. Hunger, war, famine. No, just make school shorter. Okay, all right. So Matt says, Devin, give me, this is going to be a three-part for you. You're going to go somewhere in the world that you've never been. Where do you go? You can take one person you know and one celebrity. Where do you go? What person do you take that you know? And what celebrity do you uh, take? Dang, that's a good question. I'm probably going to go to, like, Hawaii. Okay. Yeah, Hawaii sounds sounds nice. Sounds fitting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, who would I bring? Probably maybe my brother. I'd okay. bring my brother. Shout out to your brother. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Dante Moscato. Okay, Dante Moscato. Yes, sir. All right. And then I'd probably bring Ariana Grande. Ariana yeah, Grande. Ariana Grande. Okay. She's a great singer. Fair great enough. Singer. All right, Devin, what's your last question for me? Oh, last question. Yes, sir. What was your first car? Honda CRV. And I have a Honda CRV right now. I love my Hondas. Mine's all nice, though. I got, like, I got the leather seats and the sunroof now and the heated seat. Like, I don't know if I can go back from that. Once you like do the do the nice stuff, you can't really go back in time. So, I mean, it basically. I mean, you guys know Iron Man, Tony Stark, all that, right? Technology. That car makes me feel like that. Like all the stuff that it does. So I like. It. I don't know if I'm ever going back. All right, Matt, what's your last one for me? What high school did you go to? I went to this is my. I went to my dad's alma mater. My dad told me that I had very few choices, so I went to CBA. That's where my dad wanted me to go. My mom went to Grimes. My dad went to CBA. My dad told me CBA, pretty much. So that's where I ended up. So, yes. Don't get mad at me. Blame my father. I was an only child. I think if there was like three of us, we could have chosen where we were going. Yep. But I was a legacy for him. So it's okay. I love my dad. All right, Coach, what's your last one for me? What's your favorite band? Journey. Right. Journey. That was nice. an easy one for me. Nice. Gotta be Journey. Do you guys know Journey? Yeah. Don't Stop Believing? Thank you. Hi, over the Beatles? Because I just like Journey. When you, If you sit up here, you can choose whoever you want. Coming up next. <laughs> there you go. So with that being said, we have Matt Birchall Wright as well as Devin Moscato Buffalo, head coach Kilpatrick, myself, Dan Sartora. Wake up call with Dan Sartora on site, on location. We are here every single month with ESM Athletics starting this month in 2020. We're doing it right in January, starting off this year the right way. Boys Basketball Part 2 coming up next. Thank you so much, gentlemen. You, you are off the hot seat. Congratulations. Take your hair and have a good rest of the night. Sounds good. This is a wake-up call. Fast break. Trapper's Pizza Pub, located on 5950 Butternut Drive in East Syracuse. Right off of Bridge Street is your local community supporter right around the corner. Join us on-site at Trapper's Pizza Pub for our live monthly broadcast supporting Central New York student-athletes and their sports programs. Call 315-438-4444 for more information. And find us on Facebook and Instagram at Trapper's Pizza Pub. Trapper's Pizza Pub, your local community supporter right around the corner.
We are back here from Chapters Pizza Pub, 5950 Butternut Drive. I'm thinking about your boulevard right now. My head's on Erie. 5950 Butternut Drive in East Syracuse. We are here with the ESM Spartans boys basketball team, and we have Jimmy Ferns, who is a big-time classic rock guy. We're going to talk about that in just a little bit. We have Nietzsche Cook. Nietzsche, I love the name. I do. I'm feeling the name. Yeah, tell me, but where did it come from? Um, it was my mom got it from this old. Uh, I think he was a chief. Okay. Uh, it means curious one. Curious one. Yeah. Are you are you the curious type? Yeah, I'm very curious. All right. Okay. I like to know what's going on. So, what do people when they see the name and it's N A I C H E? How do people typically pronounce it? Uh, like nice, nicey. Okay. Do teachers get it wrong all the time? Uh, yeah, usually on the first day of school, they're like, uh, they just say my last name. Okay. Ask them. They just say Mr. Cook. Mr. Cook. Because that's pretty easy. Yeah. And we got Nick Peterson over here. Nick, how tall are you? 6'8". Six, 6'8", eight. Six, eight. okay. You're, and now I'm, I'm close with Buddy Bayheim. You have, you have a face that looks similar to Buddy Bayheim right now. Dave, you ever gotten that? Is that good? Yeah, that's a good thing. It's a, a good thing. If people mistake you for Buddy Bayheim, I mean, he, he had 26 points on the yeah. road. That's pretty good. Yeah. You've never gotten that before? No, I've gotten it. Like, when I've been at the Y all the time. Okay. Yeah, especially the way I shoot. Okay. All right. Fair enough. So we're going to have this roundtable discussion with these with these wonderful gentlemen. Nick, I'm going to start with you here. When did you hit your growth spurt? When did it happen for you? Uh, I was 14, I want to say, and I went from being like, Six one to six seven, like a year. Okay, yeah. I'm still waiting for mine. Oh, so <laughs> patiently, five foot eight. My, see, my dad's six foot. My mom is four eleven. So she, she, you know, I always thank her for leaving me in the middle. Is your family tall, or is uh, you just kind of randomly? My dad's like five ten, five eleven. My mom's like five five, five six. Okay. I have an uncle who's like six five though. Are you done? Or are you still got more? You're still going to grow I more. I think I'm done growing. think you're done? Yeah. All right. Talk about playing inside for this team. I was talking to Coach about the defense and how you guys harass the people that you go up against in a very productive way. What can you say about playing inside of this defense? Um, we're going to make it tough for you. Uh, we're going to be physical. Um, I'm going to block your shot. <laughs> I, I got people got people next to me who are going to defend. You got Matt Burchill down the baseline. We got Nate Cook down me in the baseline. No, shout out my boys, yeah. Nate, I want to go with you on this. Because we're talking about lookalikes, I see Post Malone when I look at this fact. Yeah, you do. I do. I see a little bit of Post Malone when I look at the fact. Uh, yeah, I used, you get I that, Nate? I used to have uh, box braids when I was younger. Is it your what? Box braids. Okay. Yeah, I see a little bit. They're laughing over it. Do they not like? I think uh, it's a compliment. I, I, I think it's the scraggly beard. I think Post Malone's a compliment. Yeah, Post Malone's good. I'm good in the post. <laughs> there you go. You like it. How would you describe this year's team? Um, very good. We have the best communication. Uh, if someone's lacking, we'll make sure to say it, and we're just honest with each other most of the time. So you guys have no problem giving that tough love, constructive criticism, yeah. letting each other know, hey, when you got to do this, you got to fix it. Yeah, just make sure we're all in the mental state to be ready for the game. Now, where does that come from, in your opinion? Because you got to build to something like that. Because sometimes it's hard for somebody to hear when they're doing something wrong. It's not easy to 
go up to someone and say, hey, you know what, if you had shifted over here, we would have been able to get that steal, or maybe you need to work on your shot like that. I mean, it's not an easy thing to do to go walk up to somebody and say, hey, I want you to change this or fix that. How long did it take for you guys to get comfortable being able to say that stuff to each other? Uh, from the from the get-go, uh, you just trust each other, and uh, you just say it with the best positivity you can because uh, positivity leads to good things. Jimmy, I know you like classic rock. We're going to talk about that as we get into rapid fire. But I said that I like Journey, and you were wondering why I didn't say the Beatles. Are the Beatles the best for you? Is that is that your thing? Uh, they're probably my favorite. They have the most hits that I um, listen to because, especially when I was a kid, I had uh, this game called Beatles Rock Band. Okay. Where I, uh, I I would sing and play guitar to all the Beatles songs, and like that's how I just knew all of them. I started listening to them when I was older. So it's the Beatles for you. Yeah. Have you heard all their music? Do you have it all? Or? Uh, I have it all. I have a few. Like I have a couple like CD yeah. collections where there's just like five, six albums on each, and I used my parents used to play them, and we listen to them. Your parents like them, or yeah, my parents like them a lot. Is that how you got into it? Uh, yeah, probably from your parents. Okay, fair enough. From my like, dad more. From your dad? Does your dad have a favorite Beatles song? My dad. Oh, Beatles song. Uh. I don't think he has a particular song that he likes the most because they have so many, but his favorite band when he was growing up was Grateful Dead. Grateful Dead, okay. All right, fair enough. Looking at this year's team, how would you describe how the season's gone so far? Uh, the season's been great. Uh, like Coach said, our defense is awesome. We're, at, we're holding teams to under 50 points a game, and uh, the team is fun. Practice is fun. I like to shout out Joe Cop because Joe Cop makes practice very enjoyable. Okay. It's very funny. Okay. What what does Joe do to make it? Uh, I wish he was here. You, you'd have to see him. He's one of those kids that just everything he does just makes just makes you laugh. He's just a he's just a funny kid. So he'll make you all feel better no matter how practice is going. Of course. So if you have a loss, you're looking to him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair enough. Nate, how would you describe this year's team in your opinion? Where this team is at right now? One of a kind. Uh, this is like. The first team that ESM probably has had uh, maybe uh, maybe a shot at something. And uh, to be able to be the first team to do it, uh, it means a lot. Uh, to be to put that thing on our shoulder, the, the weight on our shoulders and yeah. keep pushing for a whole, uh, whole school means a lot. Coach was talking about the fact of, of having to build a program and how difficult that can be. He's, he's been doing this for varsity for almost a decade. When you say... This season, you can actually do something. You have that weight on your shoulders. What does it feel like? How do you guys handle something like that? Uh, we, uh, it's a team thing. It's not. Uh, there's no I in team. You just rely on your other teams and put the trust you need into uh, their craft. Who pushes you the most in practice? Uh, I'd, I'd say Matt. He, he likes to bark. He likes to bark in my ear. Okay. Matt was Matt was smiling the biggest when I asked that. So maybe he did. You think it was going to be you, Matt? You think he was going to say that? I uh, just he said he yes. Says I can't do nothing on him, but okay. actually, actually I can. Okay, all right. There's a lot of talk, so I'm going to ask you a question in a second about this. But before I do that, Jimmy, I want to ask you, who pushes you the most in practice? Uh, it's got to be my fellow guard, Devin Moscato. Okay, Mr. Moscato. Played with him since what fifth grade. Yeah. Just been neck and neck for. He very humbly called himself the best shooter on the team. Would you agree or disagree? Uh, pure shooter when he's on, yeah. Okay, he pure shooter when he's on. He doesn't miss from three. Okay. 
Nick, who pushes you the most in practice? Oh, Joe Cobb for sure. Okay. Absolute unit. <laughs> <laughs> What's special about He's not here to de- he's, defend he's, his okay, armor. So if you've never seen him, he's just about 5'11", 235 pounds of solid muscle. Okay. His legs, oh my. The, okay, yeah, yeah. He's a big guy. Is what I'm get- he's a big guy. He's a big guy. A big, muscular guy. So he's a football player on the court. Yeah, basically. Okay. So that makes him scary. Yeah. A little bit of a bully out there on the yeah. court. All right. So so he pushes you the most. Mm-hmm. All right. Fair enough. Pressure this year. How would you describe it? Do you feel the pressure at all? Uh, yeah. Like, I mean, on social media a lot, like a lot of the teams are calling us out when we play them. There's a lot, of, a lot of pressure for us to beat other teams. We just got to play through it, you know. Like Coach always says, we're out, we're zero and zero. Got to go to and practice looking at it with that type of mentality. Do you get a sense that Nietzsche was talking about that this year there's that weight that you could do something special? Do you feel that? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, we have the most potential. Coach Kilpatrick said it himself. We've had the most potential. Like he's ever coached a team as good as us. Jimmy, would you, do you feel that too? You feel like this is a year where we could be writing a very special story for you, Uh Yes, I do. I think we're very talented this year. I think we could have a great run in sectionals. I've heard some trash talking or people saying that they're the best. Who's the best trash talker on the team? Jimmy. Who is it? Joe Cobb. <laughs> Nietzsche. Joe Cobb. Nick. Yeah, Joe Cobb. <laughs> <laughs> What does he say? Can we say what he says? Does he swear a lot? A good, uh, a good one is baby. He just says baby? Because <laughs> you cause you little man. Okay, that's that's how... That's a, uh, you go up against him and he just calls you a little baby. of what he says. Okay, he just calls you a little tiny baby. Yeah. All right. Whose skin does he get under the most? Uh, Aiden Tedesco. Aiden, you said? All right, Aiden's not here. So Aiden can't defend it. Joe can't defend it. But we're saying Joe for a lot of things. He's Biggest the, trash talker. He's the guy. Saquon Barkley on the court. <laughs> That's who he is. Okay? Joe Cop in the flesh. All right. All right, Joe. Fair enough. I wonder what does coach can you nod to that? I mean, is Joe I agree with everything he said. Okay. They agree with everything that you had to say. We talked about what it meant to be an ESM Spartan when we spoke with coach and some of your teammates. Jimmy, I want to ask you, what does it mean to be an ESM Spartan in your opinion? Uh, I love ESM. I've been going here all my life, and like Matt has said, we create. We've been. We've all been friends since elementary school. Like I have a great group of friends, and basketball is great because we've all been playing together since fourth grade. So we have chemistry on the court. It's. Uh, I love ESM. The community. How would you describe parents? You know, people in the community. You know, everybody. Maybe alumni and whatnot. How are they? In support of this team, uh, they're awesome. They, there are some schools you'll go to where parents are yelling at the refs, yelling at the coach on the court. There's you don't really hear that much at ESM. So parents are kind of let the game be played more po- more positive. Mm-hmm. Not well, a lot of screaming. The game, but okay. they won't like say negative comments. Okay, that's good. Fair enough. And you know, officials, it's a tough job, mm-hmm. very tough job. I don't know if anybody would any of you guys want to be an official at some point in your life. No, probably. I've wrapped little kids. I don't really like it. Okay, yeah. Do you get yelled at? Uh, I've been, I've I've gotten like like what are you calling from little kids? But that's about it. You've had a little kid question what your call is. <laughs> yes. How old was this child? They were, like, I, they were like fourth and fifth graders, and then there was like some sixth wow. and seventh graders. Fourth and fifth graders, sixth and seventh graders, telling you how to do your Matt job. Matt Burtzel also did this. He got he had parents barking at him. 
right. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have the score right. What what kids were you officiating for? What age? Same? Fourth and fifth, sixth and seventh. You had a kid come up to you going, what do you call? Are you kidding me? <laughs> this wow. was like a little three-on-three tournament, so oh like we had to be like two refs. we got to talk about the parents of that child yeah. that's doing that. Jeez. All right. Okay, Nick, what does it mean to you to be an ESM Spartan? Uh, it means a lot. Um, I mean, when you're on a team, on any sports team, you're kind of like put up on a pedestal. It's like an example as someone who doesn't, for a younger kid, it goes to school. For you, when you look at, who did you maybe learn from when you come up the ranks and everybody talks about being here and being in the community? Was there anybody you look up, you looked up to? No, uh, I, I worked out with Billy Eagle, and I guess I looked up to him. And what do you remember about Billy? I mean, do you still keep in touch with him to today? Or? Uh, I, haven't, I haven't talked to him in, like, probably, I want to say two years. Okay. Uh, yeah. But you looked up to him? Yeah, I looked up to him. What was it about his game or what he said that maybe sticks with you? Uh... Just kind of a lot of nostalgia going to the small gym, working out, 90-degree weather, yeah. really, really humid in a small gym, getting shots up. Nate, what would you say it means to you to be an ESM Spartan? Um, means a lot. Uh, we got to represent for the school, and we got to make sure that we have a good name for ourselves. Fair enough. So we are going to jump into rapid fire with a member of the Beatles, Post Malone and Buddy Beheim here with us today. So with that being said... I'm going to ask three. You guys are going to ask three. Jimmy, I'm going to start with you. You said the Beatles are your favorite. Let's go outside of that. What other types of music do you listen to besides classic rock? Uh, any, pretty much any music from, like, the 60s and 70s. Like, I, if you, I don't necessarily consider, like, Ozzy Osbourne classic rock because okay. it's a little harder rock. Okay. Uh, Who would be a favorite besides the Beatles? Would it be Ozzy? Uh, I like to listen to Ozzy Osbourne for games just because he gets me pumped, but a favorite, Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd. All right, fair enough. I like psychedelic rock, too. I like that. Good stuff. All right, Nick, my first one for you. If you could be Buddy Bayheim for the day, what would you do? Shoot threes all day. <laughs> That's it? I mean, shoot threes. they got a nice house. Hey, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoot threes all day and hang out in the house. Yeah, for sure. All right, fair enough. Meiji. Tell everybody once again, if they're just tuning in, what does your name mean again? Uh, curious one. What, as a child, were you most curious about? Um, how, how basketball players could jump so high. How they could jump so high. Did you figure it out now? Um, <laughs> it's always a progress. Uh, I'm hoping <laughs> one day I could do that. All right, fair enough. Nancy, what's your first one for me? Um, cats or dogs? Dogs all the way. Oh, I've had I dog. like you. Yeah, I've had dogs my whole life. I like dogs. So, yeah, I had uh, two dogs growing up, Mortimer and Cinnamon. My parents had them, Shady, and then I have my dog. The first time I'm a dog dad, Lily. They were small. Um, I've had 30 to 40-pound dogs, but Lily went out to Buffalo, fell in love with She's a Havanese Cuban dog. Fell in love with her. She's like 10 pounds. So she sits on my shoulder. <laughs> she's like a parrot, but she's awesome. I can bring her anywhere, which is pretty cool. So I'm going to, yeah, I'm definitely, definitely dogs. Okay if you like cats. But I've never had him. I'm a dog person. All right, Nick, what's your first one for me? Who do you think was the most dominant NBA big man of all time? Oh, wow. It's tough. Wilt, Kareem, Shaq. I grew up on Shaq. I loved watching Shaq. He was one of my favorite players of all time. He probably was one of my first favorite players. But, I mean, Chamberlain was really, really good. But I, if I had to choose, it would probably be 
it would be between Kareem and Shaquille. Something really cool about Kareem and, and Shaq, just the way he broke the glass when he would just rip down a hoop is is ferocious. It's just different. And he was, you know, he was, he was huge. He was three hundred something pounds. You know, you know, like you look at that guy, like seven foot, three hundred two pounds or whatever he was, and he was just a monster. And nobody could really stop him throughout his time in Orlando. And then, you know, obviously his first few years with LA, he was dangerous. All right, Jimmy, what's your first one for me? What is your favorite movie? Big, uh, big movie person. Watched many of them. One of the shows that I do, Superpower Pop, we talk about movies and we speak with actors and actresses. So this is, this is tough. Uh, I'm a big Robin Williams fan. So, mm, there's so many good movies he's done, but I grew up on Mrs. Doubtfire. So I want to say Mrs. Doubtfire. But there's a lot of Robin Williams movies. Liar, Liar by Jim Carrey is also a really good movie, too. All right, Jimmy, my second one for you is if there were two people on the team that could have a rap battle, who would you choose to have a rap battle and who would win? Uh, Daquan. Okay. Daquan and I'll say Joe Cobb just because it'll be funny. Okay. <laughs> Who's going to win? Uh, Joe's will be funnier, but Daquan's will be better. All right. Fair enough. I like it. Nick, what's one song that you wish never was made? Uh, I don't know. Uh, probably some country music songs. I, don't know. I can't country think of a song in particular, but... Country music, bro. Oh, wait. Oh, no. Uh, I do I like, like Post Malone. There's <laughs> a lot of Post Malone songs. Post Malone. All right. Okay. All right, Post. Your ne- your, my next question for you is, who is the best postman ever in the history of basketball? Who posted up the best, in your opinion? Oh, Hakeem. Hakeem? Hakeem. All right. He had that spin move. He yeah, tried to teach yeah, it to yeah. Dwight Howard. Hakeem was dream shake. All right. I like that. I'm going to keep an idea. What's your second one for me, Nate? Um... If you could be a superhero for one day, who would it be and why? I'm going to pick my favorite superhero of all time, Spider-Man. I mean, Spider-Man. Yeah. Well, who's laughing? He's strong, <laughs> but look, but looks small. He's your favorite? Yeah, okay. What'd you say? He's strong? But looks small. Well, that's the thing. He's a, he's a lot stronger than anybody gives him credit for. And when you see the new ones with Tom Holland, he's like grabbing a bus in midair and holding it. So, yeah, there's a lot to be said about it. But Spider-Man was always my favorite. I collected the comics when I was a kid, so... I'd be Spider-Man for a day. That's All right, choice. Nick, what do you got for me? Uh, <clears throat> uh, did you play basketball in high school? I did play basketball. Yeah. Pretty good. I shot threes. What, what Matt was? You were at corner. Corner was my favorite shot. But I would say. I would say it didn't matter what corner, but if I had to pick one right now and you're staring at the basket, be the left one, but I like them both. So playing outside and being able to hit the shot from the corner, that was tough, but we did that when we had tournaments in the summer. We had indoor-outdoor games, and I was MVP of the last year we got to do that, which was fun. So I could shoot. I didn't like going inside as much, but I, I learned how to because I like getting fouled. So Matt and I are going to work on that. We're going to get you inside a little bit more. Oh, okay. Yeah, make those free throws. So... Yeah, I love playing ball. Since I was seven, I played organized. 
All right, Jimmy, what's your second one for me? What's the best concert you've ever been to? Oh, wow. Best concert I've ever been to. Damn, it's tough. I really did like when I went to Germany. But I'm trying to think of all the concerts. I haven't been to one in a long time. It's making me sad right now. I don't know. I guess B.B. King was really cool because he had so many guests up there for jazz. And I like jazz music. So I'd say B.B. King, but... Uh, I'm going to have to, I'd probably lean on Journey. I'd probably say with Arnel Pineda, the new singer there. I like it. I'm a big fan of the history of Journey now. My last question for you, Mr. Jimmy Ferns, is who is your celebrity crush? I like that. Uh, it's got to be Natalie Portman, played Padme in Star Wars. Natalie Portman? I loved Star Wars as a kid. Okay. Did you Have you seen... All episodes, oh, one through nine. Of course, like ten times each. Okay, so I'm going I'm to have a follow-up here. Best Star Wars episode, worst Star Wars episode? Uh, the best one is, yeah. is probably Empire Strikes Back. My favorite one is different, though. I like episode three, the Revenge of the Sith. Okay. But the right. best one is probably Empire Strikes Back Okay. with uh, the big plot twist of Darth Vader being the father. Right. And then worst one, either... Episode two, or I wasn't a big fan of the episode eight, or yeah, episode eight. Okay. Either the last Jedi or Attack of the Clones. All right, fair enough. I thought this last one, episode nine, wasn't that great. You didn't like it? I, yeah. I liked it. I want to go see it again. Some people didn't like it. I liked it a lot. Yeah, it's, mm, it was all right. I like BB-8 though. I do. I can roll with BB-8. All right, <laughs> Nick. My last one for you: If you could be a villain in the history of Marvel or DC, what villain would you be and why? Joker. He's got, he's got swag. Good. What Joker would you choose to be? Heath Ledger, Joaquin Phoenix, Jack Nicholson. What what Joker? Newest Jared Leto? The newest one. The newest one? Yeah, I don't know who okay. that is. Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, okay. It's the highest grossing R-rated movie worldwide of all time. He's See? got swag, Nick. It's a very good movie. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, that movie very good. Awesome. I saw it twice. All right. Like four times. <laughs> all right, Nietzsche. Let's see what I got for you here. I like the superhero one. I'm going to stick with that. What superhero would you be in my? Should have asked me this question. I love superheroes. Uh, I would. Think of a third question. Uh, you asked it I know, to I me. Well, I did not expect it back. <laughs> okay. Uh, Any superhero? So many. Batman, because he's intelligent. He doesn't okay. need powers to do anything he does. All right. He I just like needs his, sm- his intellect. All right. I'm going to follow up here because Jimmy wanted to answer this one. What superhero would you be? Uh, I got to be Thor. You Thor, got, you got Captain one. America on your shirt. I do love Captain America. <laughs> I, it's so hard to choose. I, I, I he is worthy, from, though. He picked I, up the hammer. I bounce around from favorite to favorite. As a kid, I loved Spider-Man, like you said. But yeah. as, as the MCU progressed, I loved Captain America and Thor way more. And if I was going to go with a DC superhero, I might have to go with Aquaman. Did you see the new Aquaman movie? I did see it, yeah. Jason Momoa. Yeah. Jason Momoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aquaman was pretty sick. Yeah. Pretty interesting. Very different type of movie. Nate, your last one for me. What is it? If you could pick one Jordan sneaker to customize, which one would it be? Oh. In what colors? Man. I had to go deep. I know. I had, <laughs> I had the, I have the mellows, so I'd probably want to do something with those. Which mellow? So, oh man, I don't know. There's a while back. I got those shoes a long time ago. They were the orange and blue ones. 
Or with a white on the bottom. Ones? Maybe. Maybe. Oh, the thirteens. Because he did one on those. I think so. I I don't I don't buy sneakers that much. No, I've been don't. buying them more lately, but I I buy them for the color. I usually get Nike, but sometimes I get Jordan. But they got to be orange, or they ha- I like the flash, so they have to be red and yellow. Yeah, got to be flashy with Jordan. Yeah, so I think if it's Jordan, it would just have to be. I'd probably go back in the day, but the Shaquille O'Neal had he had the um, the I don't know what yeah, the, but I don't know what year it was. The spiral ones, the ones that were like they were black and whites. Kamikazes? Yeah, they and they oh, had kamikaze. those. Yeah. The one I probably do some of those. Yeah, I probably do some of those. Those were some of my favorites. Those, those are the ones that have a sick design. I mess with those a little bit. I like that. Now you got me going home. I got to. I, now I got to look at all my shoes. Thank you, Nature. I appreciate that. All right, Nick, what's your last one for me? Who do you think is the most uh, explosive NBA player? Most explosive NBA player. Ugh. I'm excited to see what Zion's career is going to do. I'm really excited about that. But LeBron is my, I mean, I don't think LeBron's the greatest of all time, but I, he's, he's pretty damn explosive. He can do a lot of great things. And, and then it's just tough. Most expl- I love Kawhi Leonard. I mean, to my way. I mean, like explosive, like physical, like quick, like boom, they're going to blow by you. Blow by you. Okay. Mm. Yeah, probably, probably. Fox. I mean, I, I know Fox is up there. I like Russell Westbrook, but I struggle with he's all about like him. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I have trouble with that. So if you're going back in time, I mean, God, watching Magic Johnson was insane. But Allen Iverson, I loved watching the crossover. Just what? He did. Oh my God! Everybody used to mimic that. Whenever we would play games, we would just wait and try to cross somebody over. So. I kind of go back in the day on that question. All right, Jimmy, what's your last one for me? Uh, I have like a two-parter, and if and if it doesn't work out, I have a backup. Okay. Did you watch Game of Thrones? You did not. All right. I did not. Backup question. Okay. If you, if you, I'll I'll ask that. If you could be any villain, who would you be and why? If I could be any villain, who would I be and why? Mm. If I was in DC, Joker, and I was the Joker for Halloween. And I actually did my, I did the makeup and everything, and I walked into Olive Garden because I had to pick up food, but it was after I had done the makeup. That was pretty sick. It was fun. <laughs> but Joaquin Phoenix was awesome in that movie. So I would say Joker if it was DC, and if it was Marvel, what villain would I be? Mm. This is tough. And probably I'd be, well, he's an anti-hero. He's a, he's a villain, but not really a villain. I'd be Venom. Venom? I'd be Venom all day, every day. So that being said, we have Jimmy Ferns with us as well as Nick Peterson and Nietzsche Cook. Myself, Dan Satora. This is the first ever event with ESM Athletics Boys Basketball. We're here on site on location January 2020 at Trapper's Pizza Pub, 5950 Butternut Drive in East Syracuse. Make sure you go out and support this team. They all talk about doing something special this year. So for my fellow Beatle, Post Malone, Buddy Bayheim, and myself, Dan Tortora, thank you so much for tuning in. And all jokes aside, thank you to Nick Nietzsche as well as Jimmy and the entire team for ESM, the Spartans boys basketball team. We'll see you here every month with Trappers. Thank you, gentlemen. You did a good job. Appreciate it. Thank you so much.